Sanskritam, one term is Kalyanam. This is Kalyana Mandapam. Kalyan means that which is beneficial. We can consider what is the benefit of getting married. Before the marriage is arranged, we want to see if the boy is a good match for the girl, the girl is a good match for the boy, and the parents, they have so many considerations. What are the educational qualifications? What is the caste? What is the background of the family? If arrangement is there for income, all these considerations are there. So that there can be kalyan, there can be benefit for both the boy and the girl and for the families on both sides. More than this, kalyan, what is actual kalyan, it has to be considered what is the purpose of life. That means spiritual kalyan. Whatever material benefit is there will be finished in due course of time. However healthy and wealthy the boy and girl are, they will have to leave these bodies as we all have to do. Human life is meant for God-realization, for understanding who we are and what is our, who is God, what is our relationship with God. So the kalyana can actually be if boy and girl enter into marriage not so much for the sake of living happily and peacefully in this world, which we certainly hope that they will do, but that they can together make spiritual advancement. Therefore, this Vivaha, another term is Vivaha. This is Vivaha Sanskar. Sanskar means that which makes an impression or a difference in our consciousness. That husband and wife, they should come together for the sake of executing Dharma. Therefore, we have the terms Dharma Patni or Sahadharmini. Wife is not accepted primarily 
for the sake of material enjoyment. We don't have the word sahabhogini, but the term is sahadharmini, that husband and wife should together execute dharma. So your family background is brahmana, and traditionally in the brahmana families, there would be daily yajna in the home. And the home life centers around performing yajna. And the wife will assist. Without the wife being present, the yajna is not complete. Unfortunately, nowadays, these traditions uh, have become forgotten under the pressure of modern life. But actually, marriage is meant primarily that husband and wife can execute dharma together. There are many duties to be performed. Important duty is also producing children as an act of dharma. Manu Maharaj says that mm, one should accept a wife for the sake of producing sons mm, and sons will offer pinda, putrate kriyate bharya putra pinda prayojanam that the wife is accepted for producing sons and the sons they offer pinda and in this way all the previous generations are served so it's not that the only that the boy and girl join for the sake of themselves nor even for the sake of the present family but for all the previous generations so it's a very great consideration previously the marriage ceremonies would go over several days depending upon the caste it would go over several days now we're having the wedding reception previously there was no such thing in Indian culture as wedding reception where everyone comes together but previously everyone was together for five days six days seven days so many rituals to be performed Nowadays, under the influence of modern life, that has become curtailed, that has become cut down. But this sanskar, this vivaha sanskar, there were so many details to be performed just to create an impression between the husband and wife, the boy and the girl. What is our responsibility in family life? Nowadays we think that the responsibility, mostly the responsibility is put down to how much money can be brought. But that is not the main responsibility of family life. The wife is dharma patni and the husband is pati guru. 
He is their husband or the boy in his childhood. Again, we're talking about the traditional system. He is trained as a brahmachari. And then when he returns home, he may marry and he is quite competent to instruct his wife and later on children in the values of life. What are the values of life? What is the purpose of life? The animals, they do not have a wedding ceremony. Although in some, among some low class Hindu sects, they, they perform wedding ceremonies for cats and dogs. But in civilized society, wedding is for human beings. The animals, they have no concept of marriage. So why is there marriage in human society? In the Western countries nowadays, they say there's no need for marriage. Why do we need to be married? If we like each other, we can live together. We don't need any marriage. Or the marriage is conducted according to the government laws only. That you walk into an office and you sign a piece of paper and then you're married. That's all. Finished. Five minutes, the whole thing is finished. So then they say, well, marriage is just a piece of paper. Because you sign the paper, and later on, if you like, you can go back and sign another piece of paper. Now we are divorced. But in Vedic culture, there is no such thing as divorce. There is not even any such word. They have invented some word, Vivaha Vichet. But actually, or in mostly, I don't know in Telugu, but in Hindi, they, they use the word talak, which is not a Sanskrit word that has been imported. There is no concept. There is concept of responsibility, that we are joined together, not only by the family members, but in the yagya, in the presence of the brahmanas, who are the representatives of Bhagavan. The yagya is performed, the Bhagavan is present as the fire. All the devas are present. It is a very serious responsibility which animals cannot conceive of. So family life is not meant to be simply an arrangement for living together and uh, sustaining our lives for sense enjoyment as the animals do. In animal life, there is ahara, nidra, bhaya, maitunamcha. There is eating, sleeping, fearing, and maitun means male and female come together. So, ahara nidra bhaya maitunamcha samalametat pashubhyanaranam. The animals are doing, the animals are eating, the animals are sleeping, the animals are procreating, the animals are fighting. And in human society, this is going on also. So, what is the difference between a human 
and an animal dharmohitesham adhiko vishesham in human life there is the possibility of following dharma therefore dharmena hina pashubhyanaranam a human being who does not follow dharma he only follows ahara nidra bhaya maitun then he's not actually a human being he's dvipadda pashu the body or nara pashu the body is that of a human being but the consciousness is only one of ahara nidra bhaya maitun therefore the consciousness is simply that of an animal so this vibaha sanskar it is a dharmic sanskar that is meant to impress upon the consciousness of all persons present that this union of boy and girl it is not simply an arrangement for coming together for eating sleeping defending and procreation but it is meant for the same purpose the young boy and young girl they get married they accept this dharmic responsibility for the same purpose as uh, a person may take sanyas one accepts a wife or one accepts the danda of a sanyasi they're both meant for the same purpose which is dharmasya hi apavargyasya all dharmic arrangements are meant for they're ultimately meant for apavarga meant for moksha meant for liberation now we may ask how is it that this vivaha sanskar is meant for mukti or moksha one term for family life is sansar samsarik jeevan so family life is generally considered the this the opposite of moksha is bandhan and family life means you come together you tie together the cloth that is bandhan so it means to be tied up and with this understanding persons accept sanyas with the idea that we are free from samsara bandhan and now by accepting sanyas we shall attain moksha but in the vaishnav concept you're all from smarter background smarter is also ultimately meant for serving vishnu so in the vaishnav concept vivaha sanskar and sanyas grahan they are both meant for the same thing vivaha sanskar 
is also meant for mukti because that is meant for serving Vishnu. Husband and wife should come together with the very high aim of serving Vishnu. Not for ahara nidra bhai maitun. That will be there. But the purpose of an actually dharmic vivaha samskara is for param kalyanam. Kalyanam doesn't mean to make an arrangement for ahara nidra bhaya maitun. That is not kalyanam. Because the animals, they are also having ahara nidra bhaya maitun without vivaha samskara. So actual kalyanam means that this coming together is meant for a higher purpose. Therefore, it is a religious ceremony. It's simply going into the government office and signing a piece of paper that there is no kalyanam. But the religious ceremony means that this joining together of husband and wife is being done so under the supervision of the brahmanas who are the representatives of Vishnu for the sake of serving Lord Vishnu. This is the very high purpose of Vivaha Sanskar. Unfortunately, nowadays in North India especially, Vivaha Sanskar, of course they don't say that, they say Shadi, which is a non-Vedic term. It's become more like a party and they play cinema music and the whole atmosphere is one of let us enjoy and it's very they make a big show and have how much money you spend it's for prestige you have to spend lots of money and have in many in some communities they also have uh, meat and alcohol served because they think this is very prestigious. But then there's no kalyanam. Kalyanam means that we should come together for the sake of dharma, which means atma shuddhi. But if there's cinema music and booze and meat, then where is the kalyanam? There's no atma shuddhi. It's simply Atma Dushan. So, all these rituals which are going on, still we're very happy to see that at least some communities in India to some extent are still following their dharma to some extent. We should understand the purpose of this. All this is meant for fulfilling the highest purpose of human life. The highest purpose of life, of human life, is to understand who we are, who is Bhagavan, what is our relationship, and act within that relationship. So, those who are actually accepting Vivaha Sanskar for the sake of purification, such Grihastas, they are in a better position 
than those who ac- accept sannyas simply for the sake of filling their stomach. Sannyas is supposed to be glorious, but it is glorious if one accepts sannyas for the sake of glorifying Vishnu. But if one does not glorify Vishnu, his sannyas is completely bogus. And if a Krihasta, by his activities, by his occupation, by his character, glorifies Vishnu, then he is equal to a sannyasi. So this all might seem very strange that here I am, uh, Vaishnav sannyasi, although a few generations ago it could not be imagined how anyone from the western countries could be a sannyasi and speaking to a community of brahmanas because the westerners they are mlechjati they are asprishya but those who take by, by the mercy of the Vaishnavas, those even from the western countries who take to Krishna Bhakti, they become purified. This is Atma Dharma. Atma Dharma is Vishnu Bhakti. So even one from the western countries, if he takes this up, then He becomes purified and even persons from the very pure Brahman caste of India who are culturally so much better than the Mlecha Jati of the Western world, even they can learn the essence of spiritual knowledge from those who are superficially within Western bodies. So it may seem very strange that I am coming from the Western world and speaking to you about Dharma. But that is mandated by Shastra. Shat karma nipano vipra mantra tantra visharadaha. Vaishnava Guru Nasyat Vaishnava Svapacha Guruhu Generally Brahmanas are supposed to be Gurus. Guru means who teaches what is the actual purpose of life. Brahmana doesn't mean simply born in a Brahmana family, but he should practice Brahma Dharma and Brahmanya Dev, Namo Brahmanya Devaya, Go Brahmana Hitayacha, Jagat Hitaya, Krishnaya, Govindaya, Namo Namaha. Krishna, Bhagavan, is to be worshipped by the Brahmanas. So one who worships Krishna should be known as a Brahmana. And one who is expert in mantra, 
and tantra and so many activities but does not recognize that Vishnu is supreme then he cannot properly teach others whereas one who does recognize that even if he's from a family of dog eaters he should be guru so it may seem very strange that madhav who is to be married here he has accepted vaishnavi diksha from myself who am representing paramahamsa mahabhagavat ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupad that though he's from a very high caste brahmana family for further spiritual development he has accepted myself as a representative of the guru parampara vaishnav guru parampara that is meant to give us the spiritual guidance by which we can make our lives perfect in all respects so he has kindly invited me here to speak to you and you are very kindly listened and i request you to please listen to madhav whose vaishnav name i have given as madhav gopinath das that although he may be junior to you in some ways this may be difficult for you to accept but in some ways now he's become senior to you in as much as he has taken up spiritual life very seriously in modern india people tend to respect those who have gone to america they think it's something very prestigious so he went to america and in america he got something very wonderful which is the real sanskriti of india which is vishnu bhakti so now he's practicing that very seriously and i request you to please listen to what he has to say and how he is conducting his life he's seen america he's seen how much opportunity there is there for enjoyment material enjoyment but he has decided that material enjoyment is not the purpose of life or he has realized this that material enjoyment is not the purpose of life and that to understand the purpose of life we have to follow dharma very strictly and very carefully and study bhagavad gita and study the shastras and in this way be a real brahmana so i request you to listen to him this kalyana will actually be for his kalyana because he's accepting a wife not for the sake of ahara nidra bhaya maitun but for the sake of executing dharma 
and of all dharmas sabai pungsang paro dharma yato bhaktir adhoksajit he has understood that the param dharma is service to krishna so you please all consider this how we can all make our lives mangalam kalyana means mangalam the the wife accepts the mangal sutra so how we can make our life auspicious in the best possible way by following the process of krishna bhakti thank you very much for listening to me i'm sorry i couldn't speak in telugu i didn't learn telugu i should have spoken in telugu but i don't know i know hindi and bengali but they're not very useful here actually the brahmanas they all used to speak in sanskritam but whatever language we speak we can request everyone to please chant hare krishna would you like to chant hare krishna all right so i can say in telugu chapandi hare krishna so we can have few minutes kirtanam but i'll chant mukunda prabhu would you like to come he has he is singing very sweetly he is also mukunda datta prabhu from america who's been a very great spiritual guide to madhav and he sings very sweetly much more sweetly than me so better he should sing the